Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with author of Trees Without Roots, Ella Cholich. She opened up about her life in California, going back and forth to Bosnia, her debut novel, and so much more. A few months ago, she went back to Bosnia to support a festival called My First Book Festival and became an ambassador for this project that inspires young people to publish their first book. She has a great story. Enjoy this interview. Thanks for taking a minute out today. For sure. No problem. And thank you for having me. You bet. So before we get into your book, I kind of want to know, you know, the, the, the backdrop to everything has been COVID. So as a creative person, how did you survive this two-year period of things kind of being turned upside down? Oh, my God. Um, that is, it was a little bit challenging, not going to lie, because everything got pushed because of COVID. I had a series of promotions that I was supposed to do internationally. So everything got kind of cut back because I had to be mindful about not spreading the virus, obviously. So it was just a lot of alone time trying to figure out where to go with this and a lot of brainstorming. So here we are. (laughs) When did you actually release your book, Trees Without Roots? This got published um, on Thanksgiving of 2020, and then my Bosnian version got published June 1st of 2021. Okay, so yeah, all of this was done, obviously, before we knew what was going to happen. How drastically did this alter your expectations of, you know, sales and promotion and getting out there and putting your first novel out there? Uh, Like I've mentioned before, it was a little bit more difficult because I'm going into this blind. I've never obviously done this before, and I'm also a really young person, so I have no prior experience on how to promote my own book. So it was a huge learning curve. And with COVID, it threw in another, you know, loophole, not like not a loophole, what's it called, like another loop into it. So I've just been trying to figure out what is the best way to go about this in like the safest manner, but to also at the same time get my message out there. You were originally from Bosnia, correct? Uh, no, my parents are from Bosnia, but I am the first gen American in my family. I got you. Okay, so, but that that's where your roots are from. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, growing up where where were you born and raised and kind of how did you get this bug for writing and, and art so i was born in mountain view california but because my parents were fresh immigrants to the states i have spent most of my time in bosnia and germany with my grandma when i was younger and then i only came back to the states for schooling so i came back when i had to start uh, preschool But I would spend most of my summers in Bosnia anyways, so I would constantly be traveling back and forth, which is something that I'm grateful for because it helped me develop my language skills and, you know, kind of keep my heritage and learn more about my identity in a way. I've always had a passion for writing. When I was younger, I was very much into writing poems and short stories. I even attended some poetry contests located in San Jose, but now it's because again, because of COVID, I've been spending most of my time in the States. I've only just now started going back to Bosnia. Before I was there for my book promotion, and then I went a little bit this summer as well. So, you know, the one thing about when you hear about another country, you know, like Bosnia, Americans have these, like, they just don't understand how I, I think other countries work when you're on the inside. What, what, what is it about the culture an environment of Bosnia that probably Americans don't realize or understand? 
I think it's the hospitality because that is something that you definitely have to experience to understand. Like an example I can give you is coffee is a very big uh, thing down there. So whenever you go to visit someone's house, they always offer you coffee or some sort of goods. And, of course, you have to accept it or else it may be seen as insulting because they are trying to welcome you into their household. And so just imagine every time you're visiting a family member, you're going through this kind of routine. But it's also so warm welcoming because even when I bring some of my friends down from America, they never expected to be this open and accepting to other people, even if they aren't family. So I think that's like the biggest thing that most Americans don't really understand about Bosnian culture. So how do you take your experience with Bosnia and, and America and kind of meld them together with how you write and how you view the world? How do, how do those cultures come together for you? That's actually something that I keep trying, even to this day, balance out because it's really hard. I spend most of my time in America for schooling, as I've mentioned before. So there's that certain aspect that takes place, the very much individualistic, I'm here to do well in school, I have to focus on my career. But then when I go down to Bosnia over summer break or to like even visit family and friends throughout the year, it has a very communal atmosphere. So I'm always there helping, you know, the neighbors out or just kind of bringing people in together. So if, I, don't, I don't know, even today it's just been very difficult to balance the two. So I'm always constantly going back and forth. But I try to keep my roots planted in both. With this book, you're, you're an ambassador for inspiring young people to publish their first book. Tell me, tell me why that's so important for you to, to have, you know, young publishers get their own book out there. I think it's extremely important because speaking from personal experience, it was very hard for a lot of publishing agencies to believe in not only me, but also my work and my message. I've been encountered with numerous rejections before I made my way to a live book publishing LLC. So I want to help other younger people overcome this obstacle by giving them an opportunity to have their first book out, which will eventually pave their way for their own writing career. So give me kind of a synopsis if while someone listens to this, they're mm -hmm. curious about this book and they really do want to get involved with it. Kind of give a little bit of like a, a tasty explanation that would push somebody to finally say, you know what, I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy this book. So this book is a true story about my father and aunt and their experience during the Bosnian War. It's based off of the war letters that they wrote when my father was only 16 years old and my aunt was only 11 years old. So it's a very fresh perspective. And this is the, one of the very few books that was written from actually a mixed religious background. And for those of you that may not know, mixed religious refers to a family that has more than one religion or ethnicity from the Balkan area. So, for instance, my family is both Muslim and Orthodox, and of course there are a few Catholics in my family as well. So it has a very unique and interesting perspective of the Bosnian War that has never been told before, and it's one of the many stories that has actually occurred during the Bosnian War. Talk to me a little bit about what book you read. What was one of the first books that you read that really like opened you up and made you want to read more or really move you? It wasn't necessarily a first book because I've read so many books about the Bosnian War, especially for school. I would say it's more of I've read a lot of books that were written from a quote-unquote outsider perspective or someone who wasn't from the area, and I think that inspired me to write because I wanted to have a pure and authentic, this is what happened with 
more of a neutral tone. So it's not saying this side's at fault or this side's at fault. It's more of this is what happened. And that's why I actually really resonated with a child's perspective because children during war, they don't necessarily understand the political situation. They only reflect the fear that they feel from the parents and their surroundings. So I think that is the biggest inspiration for me. We're only as good as the people that we look up to sometimes. And I'm curious, who would you consider, you know, role models for you? For writing, I would say my biggest role model is Randy Posh or any philosophical writer. Honestly, I have many favorites. But when it comes to the writing process, my biggest inspiration was my mentor, Ms. Foff, who was actually my high school English professor, and Ms. Johnson, who was my uh, history professor in high school as well. But when it came to the stories themselves, it was my father and aunt. So there were so many people that inspired me throughout this. And then, of course, my mom, because she was my biggest backup and support. <laughs> if you could meet anybody alive today, whether it's a musician or an author or whoever it is, who would you want to meet? Who would you want to talk to for a little bit? That is a big question. I honestly haven't put much... I haven't really thought about this question before. This is really interesting. I've never been asked this. But I would definitely say either, I think right now it would be Joe Biden because he was actually there on the plane on the way to the Dayton Accords and he is our current president. So I think it would be interesting to have his perspective about what he thought on the Bosnian War because I know he was very much vocal about it back in the 90s. So I just kind of want to see has his perspective changed and what he thinks about it looking back. So could you see your book being a movie? I think so. I think because it's a very interesting basis, not to like <laughs> sound very egotistical about it, but I just think it's very interesting because it is um, two children and it is a true story and it's not made up because I do have the scans of the letters in the back. And plus it's a very authentic and genuine experience and shows how that trauma carries on through generations. Not only does it affect them 30 years later, but how it's affected me, their children, and that this is a story that I believe many people from the Balkan area can resonate with. So let's say we talk in five years from now. What are you going to want to tell me has happened? What are you looking forward, especially now that we're coming out of COVID, things are opening up, you got your novel out there, your first one. What are you looking forward to? I think I'm looking forward most to a second project, another book, I'm not quite sure what the contents will be yet of, but I do want to continue this theme of the impacts of the war that occurred uh, in the Balkan area. So I think that is what I will most likely be talking about five years from now. So where can people go to buy your book, the best place to buy it, to see any events that you might be doing, anything more about you? Where can people go? So I have a webpage, treeswithoutroots.com, no spaces and everything lowercase. There you can find all the sites, Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, and other places to purchase my books from. And it also has an events page that has all of my prior events and upcoming events as well. So Ella, hey, thank you for taking a minute out today. Good luck with everything. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much once again for having me here, and I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity to talk about my work. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, and music around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.